the headquarters of Special Forces Detachment B-520, in one of Vietnam's most active war zones looks exactly like a fort out of the Old West. Although the B detachments are strictly support and administrative units for the Special Forces A-teams, fighting the communist Viet Cong guerrillas in the jungles and rice paddies, this headquarters had been attacked twice in the last year by VC and both times had sustained casualties. I was finally keeping my promise to visit the headquarters of Major, since his arrival in Vietnam, Lieutenant Colonel, Train. I deposited my combat pack in the orderly room and strode through the open door into the CO's office. Congratulations, Colonel. Lieutenant Colonel Train, looking both youthful and weathered, smiled self-assuredly, blew a long stream of cigar smoke across his desk, and motioned for me to sit down. Major Fenns, the operations officer, walked into the office abruptly. Sorry to interrupt, sir. We just received word that another patrol out of Fan Chao ran into an ambush. We lost four friendlies, KIA. I sat up straight. Old Corny is getting himself some action. Train frowned thoughtfully. Third time in a week he's taken casualties. He drummed his fingertips on the top of his desk. Any enemy KIA or captured weapons? No weapons captured. They think they killed several VC from blood found on the foliage. No bodies. I worry about Corny, Train said, with a trace of petulance. He somehow managed to get two Vietnamese camp commanders relieved in the four months he's been here. The new one is just what he wants. Pliable. Corny runs the camp as he pleases. Corny has killed more VC than any other A-team in the three weeks since we've taken over here, Fens pointed out. Corny is too damned independent and unorthodox, Train said. That's what they taught us at Bragg, Colonel, I put in. Or did I spend three months misunderstanding the message? There are limits. I don't agree with all the school teaches. By the way, Colonel, I said before we could disagree openly. One reason I came down here was to get out to Fan Chao and watch Corny in action. Train stared at me a moment. Then he said, Let's have a cup of coffee. Join us, Fens? We walked out of the administration offices across the parade ground and volleyball court of the B-team headquarters and entered the club which served as morning coffee house, reading and relaxing room, and evening bar. Train called to the pretty Vietnamese waitress to bring us coffee. There were a number of special forces officers and sergeants lounging around. It was to the B-team that the A-team field men came on their way to a rest and rehabilitation leave in Saigon. Later they returned to the B-team to await flights back to their A-teams deep in Viet Cong territory. Lieutenant Colonel Train had been an enigma to me ever since I first met him as a major taking the guerrilla course at Fort Bragg. His background was regular army. In World War II he had seen two years of combat duty in the infantry rising to the rank of staff sergeant when the war ended. Since his high school record had been outstanding and his army service flawless, he received an appointment to West Point. From the point, to Japan, to Korea. Train had served with distinction as an infantry officer, and in 1954 he applied for jump school at Fort Benning and became a paratrooper. Almost nine years later, in line with Train's interest in new developments, 
he had indicated that he would accept an assignment with special forces. I met him at Fort Bragg just after he had moved down Gruber Avenue from the 82nd Airborne Division to Smoke Bomb Hill, the Special Warfare Center. It was obvious to those close to train that he did not accept wholeheartedly the doctrines of unconventional warfare. But President Kennedy's awareness of the importance of this facet of the military had made unconventional or special warfare experience a must for any officer who wanted to advance to top echelons. As Train and I chatted and drank our coffee, my interest grew in whether this dedicated officer was going to change and how he would operate in the guerrilla war in Vietnam.